Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all our South Shore neighbors. You are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Surprise! Yay! We're We're here! here. Good morning to my WATD family. I am Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable with my sidekick here. I have Melissa Wallace. She is Director of Operations here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and um, we have Tim manning the boards back at WATD Studio as we sit here in our home studio in Pembroke. Hello, Tim. Hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. We're we're like we're celebrating with champagne and all kinds of things. We're back on Saturday mornings at ten. Do you remember this? Are you having mimosas right now? I just drink it straight. Why bother? Oh, but you need the vitamin C too, right? Oh, yeah, I'll think okay. about that. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so, uh, but Tim, you remember, I mean, this was my uh, time spot yeah. for a uh, slot for a very, very long That's time. That's right. And, um, you know, I was on after, well, years ago, probably 15 years ago, Tim, I don't know if you remember, I used to be 8 to 8.30, and McNamara on Monday was 8.30 to 10.30. Yes, I do. I remember that. Yep. yep. 8 to 8.30. I'm sorry. It's too early for me. There were times when I'd be like, why did I agree to do this? Uh, But then most recently, we were on Saturdays from 10 to 11. And um, things have been, you know, so wonderful with my WATD family. We're on Tuesday nights as well. Yeah. Um, So we have a different listenership there. Yeah. So, you know, for at least the foreseeable future, we're going to be on Tuesday nights at 6.15 and Saturdays at 10. Um, So one will be live. Maybe both will be live. One Mm -hmm. might be a replay, but you got to tune in on both times to figure out if we're really here. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, and if we are doing a replay, I'm sure that we will have some fun intro music that just lets you know that this is a real estate replay. So, uh, but Tim, I'm I'm glad to be back here with you. You are uh, one of my faves over there. So I'm really looking forward to it. And to my WADT family out there, listeners, 
Um, if you have any questions throughout the show, today we're pretty casual and uh, we're basically just introducing ourselves or reintroducing ourselves to people who may not know who we are and what we do. Uh, so we're doing that. We're going to have some top tips from some of our favorite shows. Yeah, I just, I figured maybe we look back in the past year, Sharon, you've been doing the show for 20 years. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, I've been doing my own show 15 years, but then I've been on with McNamara Financial, yeah. which everybody knows is my family. Um, I actually just spent a wonderful week um, last week with Michael McNamara from McNamara Financial down in Fort Myers. Um, Mark and his brother did a little fishing and I worked from the patio at the pool, which was a lot of fun. And um yeah, it was good. But what brought me there? Oh, yeah. So I used to do the show with him for five years. A so plane brought you there. Plane. It's time for me to land the plane uh, as as we're talking here. Um, again, we love to make our show interactive with you. It's about you, not about us. Uh, we know a lot about real estate, and we want to answer the questions that you need to know or you wish to know or you want to know. Um, if you have ideas and topics and stuff, that's what today's show will be about. You can just call us, uh, 781-837-4900, and Tim will plug yeah. you on through. Yeah. Okay, so the, the point of what we were just saying was um, yeah. we went, we're going to go back the past year, not yeah. the past 15 years. We could yeah. be here all day, um, but at least the past year of sort of our top topics really Mm -hmm. um that we've been talking about and i was looking through our book we keep a book of all of our agendas that we do every um show Mm -hmm. and i was looking through and i was like oh has it has it really changed in a year because i don't think so i feel like we i could still say a lot of the things that we said especially about the state of the market if not it's getting a little bit more scary. I know. Well, Melissa, I, I woke up in a very, very good mood. I got a good night's sleep last night and I went to my chiropractor yesterday, so that's probably why I slept well. And um, I did a little video uh, for Kristen Howlett. It was like her favorite song that's on my playlist. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little <laughs> crazy. But then I wrote on, uh, we have a little board. Uh, that's the other thing too. You can let people know after I finish this one comment how, to, how they can watch us on Facebook. Um, so I did the Shat and Mel show and I wrote we don't smell <laughs> we don't smell we don't smell <laughs> um, and then i said mel maybe the the topic today should be this market ain't no joke and she goes i don't get it i go well yesterday was april fool's day she goes oh yeah let's just stick to the plan yeah um i'm all about a plan but i i didn't even really realize that yesterday was april fools mm. I, I feel like nobody played a joke on me yeah. which is good because i didn't remember until the final the final hour of the, the day final hour. um let yes, everyone know how we, they can connect yeah, with us on we are media. on um live on facebook so if you're friends with sharon costa mcnamara um or or if you're a part of any of the local Connect pages, Pembroke Connect, Marshfield Connect, Hanover Connect, um, all those fun places, you can see us. Hello, I'm waving to you if you're watching us on Facebook. Um, so if you have any comments, questions, you want to say hi, we're having coffee right now. We're not having mimosas, unfortunately, um, but we're having coffee. So if you want to have coffee with us, just, you know, let us know. <laughs> we need some friends. We, we need to know that people are actually listening to us. That'd be great. Um, <clears throat> all right. Do, do you want to jump right into the topic? You want to talk yeah. about listings? What do you want to do? Yeah. So um, I guess what we'll talk about is, well, well, let's just talk about the state of the market a little bit. I mean, I think that one of the things that I am finding extremely difficult is, um, and and sometimes just so you know, we keep it real here on Talk Real Estate uh, Roundtable. 
because I wouldn't want it any other way. So if I ever say something, I, I just want to let you know, we have a lot of real estate agents, even from other companies that listen to our show. And we're all in the same sandbox. We're all colleagues. We just wear different color logos. So um, every agent may just, company does things a little differently. So if I say something that seems a little different than what maybe your agent has informed you of or what you do, I'm not saying that that's wrong. So anything that we discuss is just the way that we perceive it. Um, we're seeing a lot of um, different things going on in the industry with you know, the the lack of inventory is making it difficult for buyers to get their, you know, their offers accepted on the homes that they want. So we are seeing a lot of, um, a lot of bidding wars, a lot of, I don't know, I don't know how to say it, but just a lot of the agents when it comes to listings, maybe doing things differently than we do things. So if you have a coming soon listing, want mm -hmm. to talk about that? Yeah, that's actually one of the topics that I was going to pull. I started pulling Perfect. topics, and then I was like, I'm pulling every single topic out of this book. <laughs> um, so I actually, I wanted to talk about this because um, one of our agents, Michelle Fay, she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect. Mm -hmm. I believe she's been on the show before. Um, a couple weeks ago, she was on with us promoting one of her new listings in Whitman that does have an accepted offer. So, woohoo! Yay, congratulations. Congratulations. Um, but she has another listing coming on, and she asked me about coming soon. So, in the real estate world, as a realtor, we can start to market a property without it being on um, the market, but there are guidelines. There's, there's time guidelines. There's what you can can do say um, all that stuff. So the what MLS has put out there, which is the multiple listing services, which is what we input all of our listings in, and you can see it in the third party sites. They say that you can do a quote unquote coming soon for 21 days. Personally, I think 21 days is way too long. Yeah. After 21 days, I don't even care about your property. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, if anything, it gives me more anxiety the longer that it's a coming soon. Mm -hmm. Like, if I was the you know person out there wanting to buy it, it would give me more anxiety because it's it's the more time that goes by, the more people can look at it, which is great, but like at one point it becomes a little stale. It's yeah. like, what, how many coming soons can you possibly do? Like, oh, coming soon. And then next week I'll tell you what the price is. And then the following week I'll tell mm -hmm. you how many square footage it is. Yeah. And then maybe you can see three photos instead of one. Mm -hmm. It's like, it just gets a little bit too and much. And I think a couple days before it comes on, like, hey, just letting you know what's coming on and we'll be opening showings, you know, starting, you know, we'll come on the market on Wednesday and we'll start showings on Thursday and mm -hmm. we'll have an open house on Sunday. The way that we like to do it and our team, and again, all the agents at Boston Connect Real Estate are independent contractors, so they all have different ways of doing their open houses and when they come on the market as well. But for the most part, we all have the same standards. And for the sellers, I'm, I'm talking to the sellers right now, it doesn't make any sense to have a coming soon out there for two weeks and what we're seeing and what I'm hearing as the broker of Boston Connect Real Estate, all of our agents come to me with different stories. And we have roundtables here at the office just to discuss, you know, objections and different things that are going on in the market. And I, some agents perhaps are doing, you know, coming soon. The policy and procedure through multiple listing service, who has the guidelines of this, says during that time, there are no showings. Mm -hmm. That means there are no showings for the listing agent. 
And I know that there are, you know, different, you know, commission type incentives for the own agent to be selling it and all that. But I promise you, promise you, promise you, the more people you have show your home, the more offers that you will have and potentially more offers over asking. And to get one person, you know, your agent says, oh, this person really wants to see it. I'm just going to show it to them quickly. And they go and show the property and then they like, oh, they're offering you $50,000 over asking. Mm -hmm. The seller says, oh, wow, that sounds great. Well, if you waited, you, we had some that were $225,000 over asking. Yeah. And I think it's a great way for them to get, you know, the, what they say, both sides. But you're doing yourself a disservice, yeah. in my opinion, by doing that. And here's the thing. If you're going to do an off-market, this is my conversation to real estate agents. If you want to do off-market, just do off-market. No one cares about market share. I'll, I'll tell you, I don't gauge success by numbers. I gauge success by how happy our clients are. So don't get people all excited to have a house coming on the market and then you sneakily get it under agreement the day that you make it live in MLS. So that's my little soapbox. Yeah. How I feel about like coming soons that are longer than a few days is it's really just recognition for the agent mm -hmm. and it's not really for the property. So like when you have a sign in front of a house for two weeks before it hits the market, like nobody's really looking at the house they're looking at the sign okay does it now say just listing mm -hmm. or does it still say coming soon you know so i feel like it's more recognition for that agent than it is it's mm -hmm. it's more distracting i think so um, too and this isn't you know it shouldn't be about feeding the egos you know i just yeah. you know well i'm a part of a couple of facebook groups that are private to realtors um and they have sort of some sneak peeks out there but the first question that is always asked every single time somebody puts it on is price mm -hmm. price question mark yeah <laughs> like people don't even do complete sentences they're like price yep. question mark mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't even you know you haven't solidified a price just yet and yep. you know sometimes you have waited until the day of yep. listing yeah things change things, things change, change um, especially if things that are very similar are under agreement and are about to sell um mm -hmm. or become sold and so it it, everyone always asks for price, and then the second one is, when is it hitting the market? Are you mm -hmm. going to be able to show up beforehand? Because mm -hmm. I think also there's a part, um, or there was a trend where it was, let's do a coming soon for X amount of days, and then not allow any showings until the open house. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and again, why would you want to do that? I mean, one of the things I say is, I can't buy a pair of shoes sitting on my couch with a cup of coffee, or a glass of wine, glass of wine. <laughs> buying a pair of shoes on Zappos in 15 minutes. And then when you wait until no showings until the open house, well, first of all, there's so many people in the interim. Well, what if you have maybe a firefighter and a nurse and they mm -hmm. both work weekends and yeah. the only time they can get in there is on a Thursday. Yeah. Like you've just potentially lost such a good, strong buyer. It doesn't make any sense to me. Just open it up, allow the showings. And I've heard the thing... You know, I've heard this objection. Well, the seller doesn't really want to leave the house. Hmm, then the seller well, shouldn't shouldn't be selling it. Yeah, they probably won't leave the house the day of closing. Yeah. How about that? You're setting <laughs> you're setting the tone. This is this is just me being real. But I can understand in a hardship situation. Yeah. You know, if you have maybe elderly clients or you know sickly clients, I understand that. But I don't want to leave the house. 
you know, then you shouldn't be selling it. Yeah. Um, just a little trick about online shopping. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you, said, you said you couldn't uh, pick shoes in 15 mm-hmm. minutes on mm-hmm. Zappos. Mm-hmm. I almost said Zillow because this is where we are. Um, <laughs> but sometimes I just do online shopping. I put it all in my cart. And then if you wait a few days, you get like a coupon in your email because they want you to buy it. Oh, yes. You know? That's that's why like sometimes I like come in here with something nice and new and I'm like, I paid five dollars for this and it's really five hundred. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny though, because uh, and just for our listeners, just so you know, we we tend to sidetrack a little bit, so uh, you can keep up <laughs> a little, a little, yeah. Uh, but if you want to sidetrack with us, or if you have any conversations with us uh, regarding real estate, we'd love to hear from you. Even just a little hello. Uh, we're going to be taking a break at ten thirty, just to sort of switch up the half hour. We'll take a little break with a commercial, then we'll come back. Uh, but Tim is manning the phones, and we would love to have a hello seven eight one eight three seven four nine zero zero. And hello. if you want to weigh in on this topic, hello. Hello. That's just me. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. Yes. We want a hello from the listeners. Call us with a question, please. Can I have a hello? Hello, please. Um, Yes. So, um, well, I was going to, oh, with the, I won't even get into it. Well, I went to a conference years and years and years ago, and they said, before you know it, you're going to walk into a store and you're going to get a coupon on your phone like they're you're going to pick up a shirt they're going to know that you did put it down and walk away from it and then they're going to send you a coupon no lie i got something i had to return some dresses to neiman marcus and it's weird because it's like it's the same exact i pulled into the parking lot and i got something from neiman marcus yeah i don't doubt it so check your email so you can get some coupons check your emails (laughs) we're all about saving you money so that was about the coming soons and how we feel that you know, as a seller, it makes more sense. The more mm-hmm. people you have come through your house, potentially the more offers that you will receive, yeah. potentially over asking. But the value of your house right now, market value means nothing. It's all emotional value. So you find that one person who has yeah. the most emotion, that's who's going to. Well, that sort of um, goes into the next short show that we um, wanted to talk about. So it's the impacts of low inventory. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we've had low inventory for quite some time now and years years and it's one of the impacts that it's having on buyers is that they are buying with emotion so it's almost like it doesn't really matter what the price of something is anymore Mm -hmm. like we're just like sort of winging it at this point like (laughs) that's how I feel it's like you know you receive 10 offers and they're all sort of all over the place mm. and it, and it's it, I, I almost feel like it's getting a little bit harder to decide who to go with because one might be great with price but another one is not so great with price but great with um, contingencies so mm-hmm. they're trying to make up for maybe like okay I'm not going to be the highest price but I won't do a home inspection or I mm-hmm. won't do this so people are becoming very um, savvy yeah. and, and creative with those things, but it's making it so much harder, mm-hmm. I feel like, for sellers to decide. It is, and it's interesting because, you know, one of the things I love doing is sitting down with, you know, either my team, Mary Baker, by the way, we should say Mary Baker is our team member. She is not here uh, today. She has um, appointments this morning. Um, 
but when we sit down, Mel and I have the opportunity to sit down with our agents and when they have multiple offers and help them through the process and we have a nice spreadsheet and everything. I love the spreadsheet. I was actually talking to um, somebody about this down in Florida and she said, wow, that's a really great way to do it because it takes away, you know, any, you know, any of the personal people want to, you know, give the love letters and things like that. So when we do these spreadsheets, it's very systematic. It's like, here's what the number is that we're offering. These are our conditions and contingencies. But usually you'll have one that's way overboard, like with price. Mm -hmm. But then you'll have others. All the others tend to be in the same range. Mm -hmm. So that's really the market telling you. And it's usually the one that's way over has to appraise. Yes. It's like, you're the one telling us that it's worth $100,000 over what I said it's worth. Mm-hmm. And you want us to prove your price? <laughs> yes. You want us to prove your price? You came up with that. That's you. That's all your emotional value. Yeah. Come and up a, with the cash. Appraisers don't care about emotional value when you're buying a house. They The bank wants to make sure if you uh, can't pay for it that they can sell it. But do you want to talk a little bit about how did we get here? You know, people tend to be blaming the real estate agents. And I've heard two sides of this. So Mary and I had a good conversation about this last week. So we had last year, we had, you know, several homes that went on the market and sold for over asking. So now we have somebody who's interested in potentially putting their house on the market in another town. And we're doing the comps for them. And I gave them their price and they said that they thought it was too low. Then they went back and looked at the history of what we sold last year. And they said, it's very clear that you underprice houses because these houses... (laughs) That made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're underpricing houses. No, we are not underpricing houses. So um, I'd like to sort of talk about how we get to that value and how we got to where this emotional stuff started. Well, I just want to start off by saying... I feel like we are where we are because of buyers Mm -hmm. and buyers have no one to blame but themselves. (laughs) I know that there's a lot of them out there and that's sort of (laughs) mean of me to say, Mm. but it's like somebody asked me the other day, I've been going to the dentist almost every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, and every single time someone's like, oh, so what do you do? What do you do during the day? What do you do for a living? And and immediately it's like, what do you think the market's going? Why are the prices so crazy? And it's like, are we in a bubble? Are we in a bubble? Is it every? I'm like, if buyers stop throwing money out the window mm-hmm. like this, then it will come back down and people will start to afford yeah. homes again. Yep. And people will start to put their house on the market too because some part of the problem is someone might be able to put their house on the market and make great money, mm-hmm. but they're going to spend that great money that they made on buying another house. And it doesn't make sense. And it doesn't make sense. So people are staying put. Yep. That's a very valid, valid point that you, maybe if things if things stabilize and flatten out, more sellers will come on the market because they'll have the opportunity to find a property. They'll be able to find a property because not everybody is, you know, A, not everybody's trying to look for their forever home mm-hmm. and B, like especially first time home buyers, like yeah. a lot of the times, you know, you do one, two, three sales in, mm-hmm. your, in your life or whatever, but... not everybody is looking for the same thing. So somebody might be, you know, right sizing up or right sizing down, Mm -hmm. um, but nobody sells, Mm -hmm. you know, a 
two-bedroom ranch and then buys another two-bedroom ranch. Like, it, yep. it's not a lot of people make a lateral, lateral move, mm-hmm. especially right now in this market, because you might be able to sell your two-bedroom mm-hmm. ranch for 500000 which sounds crazy. Yeah. But then you're going to buy one for five fifty. And, you know, here's, and then you'll want to make it perfect yeah. the way that you already had your other one. And I think that that may be the mindset of the sellers right now is why would I bother putting my house on the market when one, I don't know exactly where I'm going to be going, mm-hmm. but two, I'm just sort of comfortable here and I don't want to get in the rat race with everybody overbidding. Now I was down in Florida last week and I was like, Oh, there's a cute condo. Maybe we could buy a condo for Boston connect and like all the agents can take a week or whatever, you know? And I couldn't believe, first of all, I can't believe what one agent said to me. I was like, I feel like I'm being punked. You want to talk about fair housing laws. I left there shaking, but I couldn't believe what this guy was saying to me. But anyways, that's another story for another day. But- Excuse me, uh, Sharon, you finished yeah. that. We have a call or if you'd like to take it before the break. Yeah, we'd okay. love to do that before the break. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, you're welcome. We have Sandy and Hingham. Hi, Sandy and Hingham. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Do you have a question for us? Oh, so I'm coming into the conversation a little late, I think. But I, I heard one of the women saying that, you know, it's the buyer's fault that the prices are so high. And I got to tell you something. I was a buyer, and, you know, I needed a place to live. And every every house, and I, and I had great contingencies because I didn't have to sell a house. I didn't have to do a home. I had great credit. Um, I had $100,000 to put down on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet I was constantly being outbid by people who, by, by, by the way, realtors that were telling their clients, no, you got to go 50 or 60,000 over. You got to go. So please, it's very upsetting to hear you say that it's the buyer's fault. Cause there are a lot of middle-class buyers out there just trying to find a place to live that they can own. So they're not paying the outrageous Massachusetts rental prices, mm-hmm. uh, that are out there, you know, gouging people. Um, so I, I'm a little upset that you said that. Because and they're, and they're- maybe the word wasn't probably fault. It's the reason why it has escalated. It's all emotional value. And I, one, I, 100%, I 100% agree with you. You're given a very, very good example of what is happening out there right now is the buyers are trying to outbid each other. So that's what we mean when the buyers are the one that are driving this up. It isn't. But the realtors are the ones telling them to outbid. The realtors are the ones saying you can't get a house without going forty or sixty or a hundred thousand over. You know, we follow the lead of the expert. We're not the experts. So the leaders are telling us you can't get this house unless you go over. Uh, and you don't. And you don't get the house unless you go over because there's so many people out there with cash offers. Yep. Um, and that's so- exactly how it started was with the cash offers. And we've been watching this right. for a couple of years. And just so you know, I'm 100% on your side. By the way, this is Sharon that's talking. Um, Hi, Sharon. I yes. don't even know what re- company you're with because I came in late on the conversation. Oh. So I'm the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. So we okay. are on the South Shore. Um, okay. And yeah, so and I've been doing the radio show for years and years and years. And we yep. do all the local areas, Hingham included. Yep. And what I said last year, I'm telling you, because the way this market is, I use the word reckless. And what we were seeing agents doing, and again, that's where I have to be very careful because everybody does things in a different manner. 
And right. we tend to be doing things a little bit differently. I'm never right. going to tell a client to waive a home inspection. If they want to, yeah. we have them sign a waiver. This is your idea, right. and we don't think it's a good one. So, right, right. yes, there is some of that that's going on. It was so reckless last year where I saw one of my listings had 40 offers in three days of showings, 40 offers and $225,000 over asking, and every contingency wow. waived because their agent told them so. Yeah, and again, yeah. I don't think that that's right either. And that's another thing. Buyers should really be careful with the person they're working with because I don't think that there's right. any house out there that has that much emotional value. No, it, and, it, and by the way, I, I had a great realtor. I'm not complaining about yeah. my realtor. It stuck with me for a long time trying to find yeah. me the right, getting me in under the right price. But it, it was very frustrating. And I felt like it was the realtors that were, that just like I feel like, you know, uh, you know, the market is, is the marketplace, not just the housing market, but the, you know, the investment marketplace is led by the people that are running it. Yeah. Um, and so, so it's frustrating because there are regular middle class people out here just mm -hmm. trying to find a place to live so that they're not being gouged by the rental market. Yeah. You know, 3,400. I had an apartment. I'll just tell you, I had a two bedroom apartment, luxury apartment, you know, in an upscale, in an upscale community. Yep. And when I went in, it was 2,500 a month. The, and I was only there for a year because I was looking for a house. Mm -hmm. As soon as I left, they raised the price to 3500 a month. Now, that's mm -hmm. just gouging. It's gouging. It is. And it is unfair, and, and that's where I use that word reckless. I mean, to the point where last year in July, after yeah. that spring market was over, I ended up with the shingles. It was that horrifying yeah, to me to see what was happening. Yeah. I'm also on the affordable housing committee in our town, and I said yeah. last year, and I was actually away with my brother-in-law. I don't know if you listen to McMara on money. I was with him. He's a financial so advisor. I yeah, I do listen to him. Yeah. Yes, and he's wonderful. And I said to him and my other brother-in-law, um, you know, I predicted this last year. Unfortunately, mm. what's happening right now is there is a mm. clear delineation between the have and the have-nots. And it is 100% right. not fair. Now, right. you positioned yourself perfectly, by the way, by selling your house first, having some place right. to rent. And then having right. that extra money, so you had a lot of money down. And that's right. how we got to where we are. And that's what I was just going to talk about is, you know, two and a half years ago when inventory was still low, about, let's just say that there was, I'll just say, a four-bedroom colonial on the market. And it was on the market, yeah. I'm just going to use round numbers, 500,000. Five right. buyers put an offer in. Someone puts in an offer at 500, thinking it's a great offer. Somebody puts in an offer, 500, that's cash. Well, for some right. reason or another, sellers think cash is better. Where right. the money comes from doesn't really matter. Right. So then the next time, and then the other three lost. Okay, we found right. out we lost to cash. So then another right. four-bedroom colonial comes on the market. It's on the market for 500 And the buyer says, I didn't get it for cash. I don't have cash. So I'm going to offer more. So maybe if I offer right. 525 the seller will look at that better an extra $25,000 to consider me because I don't have cash. Right. Then it just snowballed from there. Then before you knew it, it was 550, 575. Yeah. And then wow. people were like, all right, you know what? I, I can't go $50,000 over asking price. I'm going to say here, Mr. Seller, I'll go in at 525, but I'm also going to waive my home inspection. So you don't have to worry yeah. about that. Right. Then that was the new wave that came through. Right. So now it's right. over asking with no right. more, without a home inspection then right. what we saw this year which is it's just horrifying to me is waiving mortgage contingencies and we one of my agents sandy this week or two weeks ago had off 15 offers 
One of the offers was $100,000 over asking, had no home sale contingency, and had no home inspection. So I said, all right, well, let's verify with the loan officer that they can actually purchase this house without having something else to sell. Because we found found their address and looked it up. It was on the market. When we called the loan officer, he said, "Under no, they don't have the money right now. Like, they have to sell a house. Right. So now even agents are lying about their offers and putting their their buyers in really, really bad positions. That's a terrible thing to, yeah. It is terrible. So when we use the word fault, I don't think that maybe... We didn't mean it in the same capacity as like this is yeah. you know in in such a negative way. It's just how we got there. This is exactly how we one, got there. Can I say one thing to your call to your listeners too? Yeah, I I gave I gave up the um, the inspection only because it was a brand new place, brand new. Yeah. I oh you know I'm okay. Big mistake. Don't give up the home inspections. Should not have done Not a huge mistake, but a mistake. I should not have given up the, the inspection. No, 100%. And, and it's on a brand new place. Especially brand new homes. But one of the reasons why, I, Cindy, that we love our clients to have the home inspection is they're not just to find out what's wrong. It's to help you right. understand if something does go wrong, how do you handle it? So if well, your faucet starts springing a leak, where's the water shut off? When right. do you change your, you know, the you have H, HVAC, so you have forced hot right. air. Like, how often do you have to change your filters? It's more of an right. educational process as well, so you feel comfortable in your new home. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I just yeah. want, I, I just, I got a little, you know. I'm sorry uh, that I ruffled your feathers. Oh, no, it's all right. <laughs> you didn't share, and that was me. <laughs> I got a little spicy because I was like, wait a minute. This was a I was going to say. I think that yeah. the, you may have grown up in my hometown of Dorchester because the Dorchester and you just yeah. sort of came out with me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Sandy, honestly, um, I'm very, very, I'm just so happy that you did call because, again, we stand to be corrected. Mm-hmm. It is not a fault. It's just the truth of how we got there. And when real estate okay. agents are saying, unfortunately, the only way for you to do this is to go higher, it's because right. every buyer is doing that. Well, I also right. want to point out, it, 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 we got to the point, and we've talked about this on the show before, um, and we've talked about it in, in office meetings as well. We got to the point where buyers might have been approved for 500000 but they were looking at homes that were 400000 because they felt as though they could go over that mm-hmm. and, and they could afford a little bit more. They could afford up to five hundred, but maybe if they bought a $400,000 house, maybe paid four twenty-five, four fifty for it and did some renovations, made it into a $500,000 house so that's mm-hmm. a, that's another factor of how we got to sort of where we are right now mm-hmm. what's sad yes. about it is so many of these people are going to end up exactly where everybody ended up in 2008 they're buying way over what it, you know i i don't know that i, I just don't know that it's not going to pop on them yeah well here's the that's why i'd love to talk about that as well as and i don't really feel like we're in a bubble i feel like we will flatten out at some point yeah. and yeah. you know getting more inventory will help us do that and and i think that what and what the the problem is is though even like look at yourself you said i had a hundred thousand dollars to put down when we were in 2004 and people were buying them that's when the mortgage industry was giving people loans that shouldn't have been getting loans so when the bubble burst unfortunately they were underwater right now if prices decline dramatically it's equity Mm. that people are losing they're not losing the bank's money they're losing their own money so we're seeing people who are coming to the table they sell their four-bedroom colonial they, you know, that they bought in 1992 for $125,000. They're putting $500,000 down on their next house. 
if this mm-hmm. is a bubble and the prices burst, and I don't think it is, but if it if they drop dramatically, mm-hmm. the bank isn't going to be. We're not going to see foreclosures that way. We're just going right. to see people losing their equity that they gained on right. their first house because they put so much money right. down, and that that right. breaks my heart too. Yeah. Right. Right, because mm-hmm. that's what you buy your house for, hopefully. I mean, in some cases, people are buying their homes as part of their retirement plan. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and when I was in Florida last week visiting my brother-in-law, Michael, you know, I, I started to say this earlier is, you know, I, I, I can see what the buyers are doing. I was looking at one condo and, you know, I called a couple different agents and I can't believe the different information that I got from every single agent. And Really? Yeah, it was really, really crazy. And, you know, they don't know that I know the market. Uh, I've been doing this for 21 years. Um, yeah. But I, I found it, you know, oh, well, if you want to get in here, you better get in here today. And blah, 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 like that fast talk. And I was like, yeah. I'm not getting into the rat race right now. Like, I'm right. just not doing right. it. But you're going to lose right. out the, on it. I'll take my chances. And the prices have gone up dramatically in Florida because I lived <sighs> in Florida back in the 90s. And they have, you talk about gouging. And, and, and the salaries have not gone up down there. Mm-hmm. So the cost of living has not improved with the, with the increase, the exponential increase in housing down there. Yeah. And yeah. I haven't been in Fort Myers in several years, and I cannot believe the amount of cars and commercial business, commercial malls and everything else down there. It is really something. So, yeah. But, Sandy, I'm so happy that you have your new home. So, um, you know, congratulations on that. And if you want to leave your information with Tim, uh, we'd love to send you a $25 gift card to Dunkin' Donuts so we can buy you coffee for the next month. How's that sound? <laughs> Oh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And we're sorry that we got you upset, but I'm glad that you had such a great conversation with us. (laughs) It's so much. It was nice talking with you ladies. Thank you. All right. Have a wonderful day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. We do have um, a comment on Facebook. Okay. Um, Karen Monroe. Yes. (laughs) She said, if I had waived my home inspection, my family would not have known there was a potential dangerous or deadly hazard. The chimney flue was cracked. Yeah. So Karen Monroe, just for full disclosure, is uh, my best friend. (laughs) So, um, and again, look, I mean, I'm helping my best friend buy a house. I've been in this industry a long time. I knew it would have made it easier for her to get this house if she waived her home inspection. And I said, do not do it. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's a beautiful home. And I can't tell if a flu has a has a crack in it. And the, as she said, it, it was a hazard. And, um, you know, it had to be repaired. And then there was another thing in her backyard too. Where, like we could visually see that, like a retaining wall that was sort of coming over. And I was like, I can just see her son, Daniel, like the the whole thing toppling over on him. You know what I mean? I was sort of sick about the whole thing. But if we didn't have that home inspection, and I said to her several times, Karen, if this isn't fixed, I I can't allow you to buy this house. Like I just, I will will not sleep for the rest of my life, (laughs) you know? So that's why it is important to have your home inspection. And I'll tell you, Agents on the other side, as a listing agent, when a buyer's agent comes to me and says, you know, this is what we're going to offer, but unfortunately my client isn't willing to waive their home inspection, I said, you did a good job. I don't live in these houses, you know what I mean? So I don't know what's going on with these houses either, but I'm probably going to, you know, we do a lot on the South Shore. I mean, I could bump into anybody down at Derby Street and I'm not going to like 
slide into, you know, Vineyard Vines because I saw somebody bought one of my listings and they feel as if they got screwed in some capacity. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. anyways... Anyways, that was a good conversation. We're right now at 1045. We're going to take a quick break so we can get our commercial in and uh, sort of catch our breath. And um, again, to Sandy, we're sorry that we, but it was a great, it was a great topic and it it brought us right to where we wanted to be. So Mm -hmm. it worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. So Tim, why don't we take that break and we will be right back. Let's face it, we all get to the point in our lives when our current home no longer suits our everyday needs. With ever-changing living dynamics, addressing your future is all about right-sizing. You know, finding the right-size home for you right now. Are you finding yourself in an unexpected circumstance? Are you worried about a loved one living alone? Does multi-generational living make the most sense for you? Let us help you find the right size for you right now. I'm Sharon McNamara, the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Don't miss a minute of Talk Real Estate. Check out the podcast page at talkrealestateradio.com. Talk Real Estate, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate. We're back. Hello to my WATD family. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable uh, with my team member, Melissa Wallace. Mary Baker's not here, but hello, Mel. Hi. And you want to just, I just did a whole lot of talking and um, shout out to Sandy um, in Hingham. If you hung up before you gave Tim your address, but we really would love to send you a gift card and uh, send you, you know, $25 donkeys uh, gift card so you can have some coffee uh, throughout the week and the month or whatever. Um, so if you could just call back, Sandy, 781-837-4900. We're not going to put you on the air, but just so you can give Tim your uh, mailing address and that way there we can get that, that out to you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are there any other topics from last year that you want to talk about that sort of stand out? We have tons. Home staging, navigating home buying and selling at the same time, setting expectation for sellers. Yeah, and that's maybe that's a good one there is like setting the expectation for sellers is, you know, Unfortunately, what we're seeing is, and again, Sandy's call and comment was like spot on, perfect for where we are right now. And it brought us right into what we wanted to discuss is how we got here and why we are here. It's because everybody is trying to outbid everybody and it's because we don't have inventory um, right now. And, you know, one of the conversations that we have is, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Do I list first? Do I sell first? I mean, do I list and sell first or do I find a place first? How do I best negotiate, you know, for if I am buying a house and have my house on the market? And I want to say, you know, that setting the expectations for the sellers is the way you brought me is don't be motivated by greed and what you're hearing in the market. Because what we hear as agents is, oh, my brother told me, or my cousin told me, or my daughter's friend's mother's cousin is an agent, and she said that you should do this. My advice is listen to your advisor. Even Sandy, she just said she had a wonderful agent who helped her tremendously. You just have to have confidence in the team that you choose. Yeah. And setting expectations right from the start is really, really important. I started off by saying somebody accused us of underpricing houses because offers yeah. are so high over. Yeah. Well, that's because he's looking at it as a seller. 
Well, just like every other industry, everyone has a different experience with with everybody. So somebody might have a wonderful experience with their agent Mm -hmm. selling their house or buying their house, and then the next person will have not so great experience. But that's sort of life, and that's... Mm -hmm where every every industry is. Oh. We just happen to be talking about real estate. I went to I bought a new car last year, right? September. I, I got a new car and I was in Boston and I test drove it and I really liked it. And when I sat down they gave me a price that was five thousand dollars over the MSP what is it? Mad, the MSRP. MSRP. MSRP, yeah. What does that stand for? Manufacturer's suggested retail price. (laughs) Thank you. I'm so glad Tim's here. Um, (laughs) So, yes. So it was $5,000 over that. And I said, well, why am I paying that? And they're like, well, because of supply and demand. And I was like, really? I said, well, I seem to be the only one demanding right now. There's like, I'm not surrounded by 15 other people. And they're like, well, you know how it is. It's similar to real estate. And I was like, "Mm, I guess you could say so. I said, but in real estate, the prices are being driven because of multiple offers on the same property at the same time. You're trying to charge me $5,000 more based on the fact that you're anticipating that there'll be a buyer right behind me, which you're probably right, but I'm not going to give you $5,000 more just because you're anticipating that. And I walked out the door Mm -hmm. and I bought the same car. Actually, I like even better, was less money, the features that I really wanted and cared about. And um, I didn't have to pay 5000 I walked right in there. I said, if you're doing this, I'm not doing it. I, mm-hmm. I don't need a car. I want a car. And um, wouldn't you know, two months later, I got a phone call from the, the one in Boston. Oh, car still available? Oh, is the car still available or something similar to it? Hmm. How's your demand? Anyways, that's yeah. where I am. Yeah. I just sort of went down a bunny hole. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> setting expectations. Anything else you want to say about that? No, what do you want to say? Mm, I don't know. I feel like we've said a lot. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would say I agree with everything. What about, um, expectations for buyers? I think that that's really important. I mean, Mary does, you know, on our team, she really does work with a lot of our buyer clients, um, you know, doing the initial consultation at that time. I think it's really important to sort of help them understand what is going on out there, especially in price ranges. I was talking to Mary, uh, last night and her fiance, uh, Sam Horton, who was also a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate, um, they were talking last night because I guess yesterday morning they both woke up and they're at the kitchen counter and they're on MLS looking for what came on the market. And the range that seems to be really, really tough right now is that 700 to 900 price range that there, you know, not a lot is coming on and there's a lot of difficulty with, you know, multiple offers in that section. But when you're working with your buyers, I would even say like your first-time home buyers, um, sometimes they, the first-time home buyers listen to the advice of their parents, but their parents haven't bought a house since 1992. So, for example, I am in the same house after 30 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that weird for a real estate agent? Uh, no, I feel like a lot of real estate agents stay in their homes yeah, for a while. 30 years. And we paid 137 for it. And, you know... If I wasn't in the industry, if I was given advice to Casey and Mackenzie, my daughters, I would be basing it on my own experience, mm-hmm. right? So you just can't really listen. And that's why looking at the comps and looking at the best way to go. I loved your example earlier. If you can afford 500, look at a f- house for 400. That's really all we can do right now. Yeah. 
Mm. I agree. Um, we were live this Tuesday with Kristen Howlett, and she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect. Mm-hmm. And um, we were talking about um, the importance of trusting your real estate agent, which is sort of, I feel like, a little strange to say now, <laughs> but mm-hmm. based off of the show so far. But it, it, like I said, everybody has a different experience in this and um you know we trust the opinions of so many strangers online so when you're online and looking for reviews and everything you know i I use this as an example so when i go on amazon i typically buy something off of amazon that has 10,000 reviews compared Mm -hmm. to the same exact thing that might only have 20 reviews yeah so i'm 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 trusting these 10,000 people mm-hmm. who liked this product more than the 20 people that that like the product. So, you know, it's constantly sort of wanting to feel reassured that you made the right choice and mm-hmm. who you're using. And I think it's important to sort of trust your trust realtor. Your team. I mean, that's one of the things too is, I mean, I wish I had the exact number, but I have talked several people out of selling their home Mm -hmm. because I'll say, I don't know where you're going to go. Yes, you're going to make a lot of money on this, but you're not going to make a lateral move. So why don't you make this living room that you don't use into a first floor master? And you know what I mean? You have so much equity in this house. Keep it. Keep it for you. You earned it, you know? Um, I know we only have a couple minutes left. Uh, Tim, how how many minutes do we have left? This is our first show on a Saturday. So He's still there. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. What, what did you just say, Sharon? How, how much more time do we have? I'm oh, sorry. you got about uh, five and a half minutes. All right. Perfect. Um, Want to let everybody know about some of the open houses that we have going on in the office? Yeah. So Kristen Howlett, like I said, she's a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. She has a great new listing in Bridgewater. It's located at 140 Hayward Place. It is um, on the market for 580 it is having an open house today and tomorrow from 11 to 3, so be sure to stop by. It's a great four-bedroom colonial, two-bath, um, a little over 1,800 square feet. Um, great, it's a great listing. I was looking, I was looking at the pictures, um, and I was promoting it the other day. It's, it's, it's nice. Mm. It's nice. So um, Sharon and I are going to be visiting that open house today. Um, And again, it is 140 Hayward Place in Bridgewater on the market for 580. Um, Open house is today and tomorrow, 11 to 3. And that's Kristen Howlett. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also today, Mary Baker, who is mm-hmm. part of the, the uh, Sharon and Mary team, mm-hmm. uh, will be at 8 Cliffside Drive in Plymouth. Mm-hmm. Um, today, what time is it? That is from 1 to 3. 1 to 3. Yep. So later in the afternoon, that is a bl- beautiful, beautiful, um, if you're familiar with the White Cliffs, uh, right on the golf course. Uh, so this house is on the golf course, and it's one of the uh, few out there that has, you know, no obstructed view to the ocean. Um, right across the street from the um, from the pool and all of that, and um, it's a great great area. So if you would like to come visit Mary there, I'm going to try to pop down there myself today between one and three, and that is on the market for seven fifty. Yeah. Um, so that's great. We'll there's a sign um, how to get in because it is a gated community and it's beautiful. Two stories condo had some renovations done to it. So um, yeah. Each cliffside, and that will be from one to three today. And um, 
Anything else about any of our other agents? No. I know. Okay. Nothing. Everything. Everything has an accepted offer. Okay. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully those yeah. will have accepted offers after the weekend as well. Perfect. A couple things going on in our office, by the way. Uh, we currently have a job posting in Indeed. So if you go to Indeed and just look up Boston Connect Real Estate, we are currently in the market looking for an administrative coordinator to work full time at our office, and um, you'll be able to work hand in hand with Melissa and uh, Mary and myself, and you know all of the agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. So. Uh, go check that out on Indeed. And if you are a real estate agent thinking about making a move uh, to a boutique firm um, or something different, or you just like more information about Boston Connect Real Estate and how we uh, like to support, we'd like to say empowered by mm-hmm. um, Boston Connect Real Estate, you know, just call Melissa at the office, 781-826-8000, and she'll be happy to set up an interview with uh, me so we can have a confidential conversation because we are sort of been having quite a few, you know, seasoned agents that are sort of looking at the model of a boutique mm-hmm. firm. So yeah. I think that great things come in small packages. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's our two-minute warning. And also I want to put out there that tomorrow is Sharon's birthday. Oh, yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm going to be 54. Oh, well, yeah. you didn't have to tell everybody, but... Well, that's okay. I don't mind. I, I mean, I've been doing this for 21 years, and I'm 54 now, so... Um, but it's interesting, because I heard someone say, I'm not going to use, like, how year, uh, what the year is anymore. I'm going to use a scale. So, my scale is at 54. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, that's where I am. But thank you for that birthday wish. Oh, you're welcome. Happy birthday. Oh, from all you. of us at Boston Connect Real Estate and <laughs> WATD. Yes, happy uh, birthday. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, So if you have any suggestions for us for other shows, we'd love to be able to make this show interactive with you. We had a great call today with Sandy, so we're super happy about that. I hope that she called back. If not, Sandy, 781-837-4900. You can give your address to Tim, and he'll get it over to us, and we'll send you a gift card. And, um, you know... It's been great to yeah. be here on a Saturday. You can listen to any of our past shows at talkrealestateroundtable.com. You can go to bostonconnect.com. Again, the phone number here, 781-826-8000. Have a great rest of your Yay. weekend, everybody. Have a great weekend, Tim. Bye, WATD family. We'll see you on Tuesday for our live show, 6.15 to 7. So you can join us then um, as well. So we'll see you later. Have a great weekend. Bye, Tim. Thanks so much. Bye. You're welcome. TV FM Marshfield WBMS Brockton The South